0: The question, the question of where we are on the bounty for, for guns, uh, we've had some decent research done. Uh, we're looking at a couple of models. We, we know a couple of things about those models. One, um, if there's not a great deal of trust between uh, community residents and Uh, Law enforcement, you generally get a low response. If there is strong trust, you get a pretty good response. Um, We're looking at Miami-Dade in more depth now because their data seems to show effectiveness and that uh, a a bounty program there led to uh, considerable success in not only recovering weapons but also assisting in solving crimes and leading to other prosecutions. Um, They also seem to be able to fund their program from its own internal success. In other words, once you get it jump-started, for example, uh, funds that were part of drug transactions and confiscated uh, were then used and utilized uh, to 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 fund the program so we'll be looking at that in greater detail in the meantime here in Madison no we have not gotten any responses now, let me just also add that uh, the administration of it is effectively done through the crime stopper program on the question of um, the uh, facility at Randall Park. Um, the last several members of the city council representing that larger area around the 17th district have continually raised the f- issue and the fact that there is no public library uh, that's accessible to, to that area, particularly when you go uh, east and north of of uh, Stilton Road. Um, we've had some discussions at the staff level about the feasibility of doing something at Rhindell Park. Um, the discussions have involved modeling after what we did at Meadowwood with the Meadowwood Ridge Library and that community facility. It's involved our discussions with the Uh, library director about what we consider to be a modern library uh, one that is multifaceted in terms of uh, the exchange of information that it's not just going one way from the library out but it's internal and so well I still get to make uh, final recommendations on the 2018 capital budget this is the kind of priority uh, that that I see rising to the top for this city. And let me point out that when you look at the area in question, you're talking geographically about one of the largest uh, land masses in the city, uh, really from uh, uh, somewhere around Highway 30 going all the way out east washington avenue both sides of it much of it interrupted by large shopping centers which are regional not neighborhood uh, interrupted by highways both state and 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 uh, federal and uh, an area that that we think deserves much better in terms of public services um On the placemaking discussion, I'm very happy with the results of Monday's Board of Estimates meeting. And I want to point out that this is not a substitute for other activities, for other programming. For example, it is not a substitute for old-fashioned community organizing. It is not a substitute for the challenges of addressing violence, particularly gun violence, as a a public health issue. But we have to recognize from our past experiences, particularly as it relates to the power of neighborhoods, getting their voices not only heard, but effectively leading to change in public policy, that those challenges are greater in our low-income neighborhoods than they are in the rest of the city. And while we we may say we've got a very strong neighborhood system, and we do, uh, neighborhood involvement in municipal government in Madison is nothing to be ashamed of, we do have problems of equity in this regard. And there is no no question that neighborhoods that are predominantly middle class and white are far more effective in knowing how to address these issues in terms of uh, having the resources when it comes time to making change within the city. And I'm hoping that with City Council approval of this placemaking uh, model, that we will be more effective in, in, in the future uh, for all of our neighborhoods. Uh, let me also note that while I had initially thought we might take the funding out of the $400,000 that was uh, put in the 2017 budget, that after, after I've read the, the uh, narrative portion of the budget, I've come to the conclusion that this would not fit into that scope. But simultaneously, we do have placemaking uh, funding in the uh, plan department budget, and this will, will fit in. Uh, so we don't need a budget amendment, but what we do need now, as, as the Finance Committee uh, acted on Monday, we do need adoption of the proposed contract Um, last question where are we in regards to uh, uh, Foxconn we have not heard back um, on uh, our answering their requests for recommendations of sites for a Dane County facility Again, want to point out that while some people see my criticism of what's going on uh, in the southeast portion of the state in regards to the main topic, uh, the state's $3.2 million of involvement, um, I do not. The, the, there are differences, and the difference is how you structure an arrangement, a financial proposal, and I just want to reiterate, it's going to be on our terms. It's not going to be the kind of giveaway that uh, we're seeing take place uh, over in the state government right now. Now, to be very frank, I doubt that Foxconn is going to uh, look at our sites, particularly the uh, Oscar Mayer site since they were were looking for greenfields to begin with. Um, Turning to the other proposals, I still am very deeply concerned about what the governor has proposed and what's going on now in the state legislature, the Senate, and the Assembly in regards to the Foxconn proposals because of what it's going to set in regards to expectations and standards for future uh, arrangements where others are going to expect this kind of I have no other term for it but state socialism uh, to take place and uh, I think we're going to have to 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 ask the critical question what is the objective of spending the three billion dollars what are we trying to accomplish and if it's jobs is this the most effective way of spending three billion dollars? Or may it be, might it be more effective to take that money and modernize public schools in this state? Or instead of working on just one transportation corridor, work on transportation corridors throughout the state and not just highways. But I want to repeat oh, what what we observed about this proposal when it initially came up. And I find it a bit ironic that even organizations like Americans for Prosperity agree that, uh, in this particular instance, it's an example of the economy uh, basically ripping off ordinary people. That's the simplest way of putting it. So with that, are there any questions on any of these topics? Okay. Thank you very much.